0: Welcome to Between Two Barrels, a twice weekly podcast recorded at Studio 66 presented by Tennessee Legend Distillery. Between Two Barrels is a show that highlights legends of all shapes and sizes from across the state of Tennessee. From the queen of country Dolly Parton to the elusive Tennessee Wildman, from our head distiller to our legendary staff and products. On this show you will learn some terms of the alcohol industry as well as learn some awesome recipes for food and cocktails alike. Join us as we journey through the volunteer state to bring you stories of legends that involve the beautiful state of Tennessee, from country music as well as rock and roll royalty, cryptids, distillery origins, carbonated beverage beginnings, and everything in between. This show truly highlights what makes a legend a Tennessee legend.
1: What's up, Legends? Welcome to another episode of the Between Two Barrels podcast. I'm your host, Opie, joined by the manager and co-host, B-Lo. What's up, B? Not a whole lot, man. Just
0: getting into the the seasonal groove, if you will. We're we just, are just uh, on the
1: precipice.
0: Yes, we are just a, a few short weeks away from the beginning of spring break for the southeastern region. Mm-hmm. Kicking it off with some folks going to be joining us from the great state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some, I know you're not very fan of the word great and Alabama being in the same <laughs> sentence. Folks from, I think, the Birmingham region uh, are supposed to be kicking it off for spring break, mm-hmm. and it's mostly going to be uh, collegiate students now are on spring break, but this is getting more into the uh, middle school, high school, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, people yeah. that are still with their kids that are still with their parents and yeah. stuff like that. So we're going to have a lot more travel to the area. You know, we're
1: still a couple weeks away from uh, my hometown, Knox and Jeff and all that, the surrounding area, Hamlin County, Morristown. We're still a couple of weeks away from yeah, which their is spring
0: break. I believe late March, getting mm-hmm. into early April yeah. is uh, whenever severe County, uh, in and of itself, is supposed to be done. We've got the at least the front half of the parking lot is definitively going to be paved. Yes. So and that's going to be this next week. Mm-hmm. You're listening to this episode. Uh, This will be coming out on Leap Day, which is Thursday, the 29th. So, yeah, the following Monday and Tuesday, the Winfield Dunn location is going to be closed on those days due to us having our parking lot paved and definitely getting ready for the season in anticipation for what hopes to be a very, very good season for all of Sevier County coming off of the four-year anniversary of COVID. It's crazy. crazy to
1: believe. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of wild anniversaries, uh, the Alcoa Alcoa Highway Project is about to celebrate 100 years.
0: Oh, wow. 100
1: years they've been working on Alcoa Highway. And they put out this big post celebrating it. I'm like, I don't think that's something you should celebrate.
0: Uh, Well, I mean. You should be done by now. Road maintenance is an ever-going thing. Like,
1: you had a whole name for it, the Alcoa Highway Project, and it got started 100 years ago. And they're still Working on Alcoa
0: Highway. So, so that doesn't make me feel as bad whenever I travel down to Broadway over in Knoxville now. Yeah. Getting off the Lexington exit there, the 640, and the amount of construction that's still being done down through there. I remember going to then-labeled uh, the East Town Mall before it became Knoxville Center. Before it shut down. As a, yeah, before it shut down. And now it's a fulfillment center, I think, yeah. for somewhere. Going there as a teenager, just having got my driver's license and stuff like that, and there's construction work being done to the road in what seemed to be the same area. Apparently, we pride ourselves and, on and how and long it takes. It, that's what the the Tennessee way, man, or at least East Tennessee. I don't know about middle and
1: west. No, I think they, uh, I think middle and west are back. Like, this is taking too long.
0: Too way too
1: long. Um, the since we last talked, uh. I went to Chattanooga this past weekend. Me and Maddie did. It was my mom's birthday. Choo-choo. Um, spent some time. That's where her and my brother and my sister live. Um, spent some time with them. Had dinner. Went out to eat. Did some birthday stuff. Went antiquing. Um, and Actually I, I looking love.
0: for, like, yeah antique furniture. Uh, not because you remember the the... Fad brought yes. on by by uh, 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 Jackass and yes. and uh, yes, uh, actually Bam Margera, was not, L- Bam and I was stuff not like that. In people. Okay,
1: all right. I, we actually went to uh, Dirty Jane's Antique, massive, Massive. <laughs> With a name like
0: that, you can't help but think you were talking about the other type now of antique. Now I walked
1: in. When we were walking around. I looked at Maddie and I said, "Statistically speaking." Something in here is cursed or haunted, but very true. She went. Mm-hmm, yeah. Too bad you didn't. Then we have, spent uh, the rest of the time picking what's probably cursed or haunted. That would be in a the building fun like yeah, that's definitely that haunted. That seems right like there. a <laughs> fun
0: date. <laughs> like honestly. that's haunted.
1: No, that might not be haunted. That's too. Like nice. to go around
0: to you yeah, know antique stores like and be like, And play haunted that's or cursed. <laughs> yeah, is this is this item haunted or cursed? Um,
1: got some things. Uh, got some comics. Uh, some old Justice League comics. For a dollar each, uh, either, of into, either of you into
0: either of you into radioactive glass, the green radioactive glass. Have you seen yeah. that? You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Okay,
1: There's like bottles and stuff made. Yeah, out of glow green. Yeah, yeah, glow green. Yeah, uh, a lot of people do it uh, as like uh, they call them like radioactive glass trees and gardens and all that. Yeah, kind of like in *Harriet the Spy* the movie, right. that woman's wild backyard. Right. They did have. What looked like trees set up of blue and green, huh? Glass. So like when the sun shines, I guess right. it looks pretty outside. Oh, oh like yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Yard and I've,
0: seen, and I've seen I've seen several trees with the colored glass, so that way it would do that. But sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, you were good. talking about getting some the, gifts for some the, folks. The
1: one the one place that I, I absolutely have to highlight, and I highly recommend Chattanooga. I really wish we opened a distiller in Chattanooga. I know that Firmly whiskey agree. works is there, but but there is tons of room for multiple distilleries there and we would do really well in chat It's this taco place called agave and rye and uh, it's a craft taco place so you think of what GBC does with their pizzas okay this is a taco place that does this so like my sister got a Kung Pao chicken taco and this thing was massive on the outside it was soft shell inside was a thick hard shell Kung Pao chicken fried lo mein noodles, carrots, all in and, and I, when it came out it looked more like a big damn burger. I was like, how are you going to eat this thing? <laughs> tacos are easily accessible and eatable, but these you things gotta were tilt your head. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was good. I tried it. Had a nice little kick to it, but yeah, these were craft massive craft tacos. You don't you only need one the way they make them. Whatever you order. Right. You only need one. And and, and their bar was focused on, they only had bourbon and tequilas. And okay. a list of all of it. Right, Like all the bourbons, all the tequilas. And it well, was really cool. It was a really cool place. Really <laughs> really artsy, a lot of really cool art, a lot of cool, like the, the, the vibe was really cool. I highly recommend it. It's called Agave and Rye.
0: Well, reading the, the synopsis for this episode... I I was already sold and was going to be messaging Katie after we got done recording today Mm -hmm. to talk about making a weekend trip to Chattanooga, Mm -hmm. if nothing but to go to this taco place. I'm telling you. And and I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. The only words that are here are, we ate at a place called Agave and Rye. It is a fantastic craft taco place with their bar having an emphasis on bourbon and tequila. Mm -hmm. And in all caps, these tacos, exclamation
1: point, <laughs> holy crap, exclamation point. <laughs> That's how I stream th- my stream type my thoughts.
0: So just based off yeah. of that, I was ready <laughs> to go to spend <laughs> money on a hotel for a couple of days just to be able to go to this taco place off of that. And after you describe it, and the one that you pick out of it is a fusion, there and you, you know that I like good fusion mm-hmm. food. Uh, especially with Redbox Hibachi doing oh, the yeah. Hibachi Burrito, mm-hmm. I could only imagine
1: what it this was, taco was would be and like. Good. And it's right on the water. Uh, it's a beautiful area. Drops right Beautiful scenery, even. I Cold <laughs> and Coldstone Creamery afterwards. Why oh, you not know ice cream? Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, it's a great location. Uh, and uh, yeah, I highly recommend Chattanooga. It was, it was a fun weekend. Uh, another big birthday shout out to my mom. Love you. Uh, had a great weekend. Uh, what about you, B, since we last
0: talked? Uh, been doing a lot of yard work, um, mm. getting some stuff cleaned up. We've had some, still some con- weather. Yes, yeah, still, nice con- <laughs> still continuing to, to clean up from the trees that had fallen down last year. Mm. Uh, that was a lot of wood. Um, insert, that's what she said, joke here if you'd like, mm. but... <laughs> Um, it's it's been a little bit to deal with. Uh, also, getting uh stuff together, made, making preparations, got some materials in, uh, getting ready to um, upgrade my well house. Being on well water, um, uh, yeah, uh, need to take care of some filtration mm. stuff, things like that. Uh, I've been carting weekly water back and forth from the uh. store, uh, for drinking and for uh since my wife um. And absolutely beautiful, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and get that out of the way. That yeah. way, if she does happen to listen to this episode, I don't get into the doghouse. Um, the exotic colors. Uh, right now, she's got blue. Kind the of a bluish green. Yeah. yeah, yeah and uh, well water will absolutely strip that yeah. color quicker than anything. Um, so she's been having to jug wash her hair. So I'm sure she's going to enjoy the fact mm-hmm. of she not to having do to anymore. do that anymore after I get all this stuff set up. Um, but yeah, as part of the filtration, I'm going to uh, elevate the the covering of the well house, which is just a large wooden frame with tin covering it that I have to ah. pick up every time to be able to get out there to access anything. Uh, so I'm planning on building some walls and uh, turning that cap into the roof of the, the well house. So yeah, um, got that project going on, just trying to go ahead and make preparations for that getting all the pricing my materials list together mm. and all of that good stuff so I can so I can get that project going and hopefully have it done before um, full-on fishing season for me gets here uh, because I I the last couple of days we've had some a little bit sunnier weather and yeah it's been nice and I have every time I draw drive past any body of water whether it be the little pigeon the French Broad, the Tuckahoe Creek, any of those, I, I have a, a, a longing. The The water is calling to me to, to go drop a line. So, mm. yeah, that's what's been going on in my
1: neck of the woods. Oh, cool, cool. Now let's talk about some stuff that's going on in the Sevier County area. Uh, so, all of March, which is literally a day away, uh, you can get lucky. Well, the two Scott days
0: Ridge. considering the fact of Well, no, uh, listening date. Listening date would be the 29th, so yeah.
1: And that's how their marketing says it. Don't take my words for it. it. It's not what you think it means. Your lucky green lights. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day all March long this year by trekking 500 feet above Gatlinburg to enjoy a record-breaking sky bridge's green lights. All 680 feet of the bridge will be illuminating saint patty Paddy-themed green lights, helping you get into a feeling of luck. This season, in addition, dangling beneath the sky bridge will be twinkling shamrocks brightening up the night sky.
0: What city, what town is it that dyes the the river green? Chicago. Suck it, Chicago. Suck it,
1: Chicago. Yes.
0: Hopefully none of my... Midwest family thinks oh I'm referring yeah. to the bears in that capacity, but surely not. No, uh, we've got a new that sounds
1: cool. Uh, what
0: seems like it may potentially become a new uh, tradition yeah. here in the Smokies, uh, turning the uh, uh, Skybridge up the night in Gatlinburg sky green, green, and and the shamrocks floating, almost uh, uh, the the Great Hall Hogwarts esque with all mm. the floating candles. It's going to be floating mm. shamrocks. Um, Wonder if there might be any leprechauns. Well, there oh, they're I always was, after uh, me, Lucky Charms.
1: There's uh, yet another month where lights are going to be on uh. that the locals will have to pay for it. <laughs> right, right.
0: Uh, we speaking of one of the things that we neglected to mention in the last couple of recordings, whether it be the cocky top episode, uh, finale episode, uh, or the uh, President's Day episode of Between Two Barrels is that they have been going through and progressively getting down all of the individual light pole Christmas lights. Um, They go up in September, and they don't come down until February. Yeah, it's it's And yes, we pay for them throughout that entire time. It is annoying. Uh, Some other things that you can check out. uh, We are continuing our focus on ancient lore village right now. Which will be having a scotch and dinner on March first. They will also be doing a book club dinner entitled "A Court of Thorns and Roses" on March
1: second. Book series. There's actually a famous uh, singer that podcast 30 30 podcasts become friends with. She's growing. Uh, her name is Beth Crowley, and she takes young adult books and turns them into music, like uh, the story of them, and writes oh, okay. music based off a lot of the story. And she. L- has a few songs about A Court of Thorns and Roses. Very, po- I haven't read them. Very popular book series, but I think it's kind of cool that they're doing book club dinner.
0: Might be something to look into. I've been yeah. looking for a new book series to try to read, so might be one to check out. Uh, if that's not your, your thing, though, they will be having the Sunday brunches starting back on March 3rd, and they will go all the way through January 2025. Mm. They only slow down for... Uh, the month of February, because mm. it's pretty much the the bleakest yeah. month in the East Tennessee region. Yeah, it really is. Um, if trivia is your thing, Trivia Night is still in full force until March 27th, so make your reservations. And right now, the final D&D Night is tonight, the 29th of February, as you are listening to this. So if you are listening to this after the 29th of February... You'll have to wait for the next series of D and D nights. So it
1: sounds like they schedule campaigns, basically, yeah, and then take a break, and then they'll schedule another campaign maybe in the summer. Right. Is what it like sounds I'm,
0: like. I'm. They're more than likely doing like the Curse of Strahd. Yeah. Uh, if any of the the nerd culture folks are listening over to the Between Two Barrels podcast, yes, we do have some knowledge, yeah, or I little, little, have yeah, some knowledge of some of stuff. You have a little stuff.
1: bit more D knowledge than I do, um,
0: but yeah, I know that that's a really popular one in the culture right now. So, but yeah, I'm assuming that it is a situation to where they do have specific themed campaigns and stuff like that. And they start them a little run bit that em. I've
1: dabbled in it. That my first year here, when we we tried to make TLD and D work. We had D and D nights, the very little bit I played with my friends in high school. I mean very little bit. Um, it is a commitment. All hell's a math dice, man. It is a commitment and a half and takes a lot of time to not just plan it but play it and you know, some campaigns can go for for months and months. Yeah, especially hours of playing each time. Yeah. If you get
0: into the full, you know, actual acting out the characters oh, yeah. and stuff like that as opposed yeah. to talking above table. Yeah. Another terminology there for you.
1: <laughs> but, in what I have learned in the very little bit, uh, there's a heck of a commitment. So the fact that they've oh, very. been doing this over the dead time, uh, kudos to you. Absolutely.
0: Getting into some more reminders about our business here, Tennessee Legend Distillery, main sponsor for Between Two Barrels, the Cocky Top Podcast, and most recently have joined the Studio 66 mm-hmm. family, and that is the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. And before we get into the local store news, Opie, did you want to take a second to let folks know about any of the newer episodes Absolutely. or anything like that?
1: Uh, our season six, Sinister Six season will kick off with a uh, our very first episode, five plus years ago, um, was called Nerdledge, and it was based off a word I created. Okay. Knowledge of a nerd, and we played on it as knowledge about the nerds, uh, where we, we we talked about you know like our favorite lore, our favorite universes, our favorite DC characters, our favorite Marvel, where we was just kind of a get to know about us,
0: an introduction to the nerds as yes. it were.
1: So we are kicking off the sixth season with a nerdledge redux, where we reintroduce ourselves and see just how much has stayed the same and if anything has changed since our inceptions on who think, things we like more now maybe characters we like more now and just kind of talk about uh, a lot catch up on a lot of the news that's been going on in pop culture and nerd culture because there has been a lot of announcements so uh, it's kind of a reintroduction slash uh, a catch up if you will um, but that drops ne- that actually drops next Wednesday Uh, So be on the lookout for that.
0: Heck yeah, definitely looking forward to checking that out myself. Now getting into the Tennessee Legends store information, we are just a couple of days left on our winter schedule. We will be moving back more into our spring and full-fledged seasonal schedule starting this Friday. But for the next couple of days, uh, or well, no, since listening to this. Oh, so listen to this yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it will baby. be tomorrow in that instance. We will be going back to opening at 9 a.m. at the Winfield Dunn location, and we'll be staying open until 9 p.m. And the new opening hours will be 9 a.m., seven days a week, closing at 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and at 8 p.m. on Sundays. Newport Highway location, still the good old 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week. And to make sure that you all know, next Monday and Tuesday, which will be March the 4th and 5th, the Winfield Dunn location will be closed as the front parking lot is getting paved after a long overdue time of needing to be done. (laughs) It is finally getting Mm -hmm. done. We are ecstatic, uh, so much so that we're going to come in and do all kinds of stuff inside the building to make sure that everything is well up to par To be able to welcome all of you back into the store on Wednesday the 6th, whenever we reopen the Winfield Dunn location. Mm. Also, to be able to keep up with any and all information surrounding Tennessee Legend Distillery as well as Studio 66 and anything involving our world here in this little slice of heaven that we like to call Winfield Dunn Parkway. Uh, you can follow us on all of the Tennessee Legend social media sites on Facebook. It is simply Tennessee Legend Distillery. You can follow us at each one of the individual locations, but we definitely want, would like for you to follow us on all of them. But it would be Nashville for Nashville, Cookville for Cookville. And, of course, Sevier County for the two locations here in Sevier County. But you can also find us on Instagram. It is TNLegend for all locations and NASH, N-A-S-H for Nashville, C-K-V-L for Cookville, and S-E-V-C-O for Sevier County. Opie, you want
1: to let them know about the Studio 66? Absolutely. It is. Uh, st- you can go to tldstudio66.com. Uh, go to the follow that's going to take you to our Facebook as well as our Instagram uh, and YouTube and uh, we also run the TLD TikTok, tock uh, which has some exciting stuff coming up uh, speaking of all the social media in the next couple of days you're going to start noticing some <clears throat> wrestling style promos as as it were uh, we are literally a day away from kicking off our moonshine March Madness and the month of March will be mad with competition amongst our moonshine flavors. Who's going to win? We have, for the first time ever...
0: Legacy flavors. Legacy
1: flavors. Peach and grape will enter the contest. And if one of them wins, we will, by order of our head distiller, Justin, be making one single batch of the winning legacy to, to sell throughout the... I would imagine it would last for maybe a month or so. <laughs> right. Especially uh, that, that, if, that the yeah, if the grape wins, because I know wins. that we've been
0: having a lot of requests for grape. So any of you listeners, any of us or you guys that follow us on social media, um, make sure to keep your eye out for that and make mm-hmm. sure that you get in on the voting because not only will we be doing a full batch of the winning flavor, mm-hmm. we are also going to be doing some other giveaways or another live larger giveaway, giveaway uh, live giveaway Um, at the end of March uh, whenever we present the winner with their trophy or their belt so to speak.
1: Absolutely so put your votes in uh, come out and uh, retaste them if you absolutely need to. If you've forgotten what what they taste like this is the perfect time leading into March Madness to see what they taste like and make your votes known on social media and that will kick off with the first of lineup on March 4th where we will see Apple Pie versus Coffee Moonshine. So get your votes in after that. If you need to remember what it tastes like, come taste with us. And uh, we're very excited. Moonshine March Madness has been going for three years now. Ling kills it with that stuff. Uh, It's a lot of excitement, so be on the lookout for that on not just Tennessee Legend Distillery Socials, but also Studio 66.
0: Now, while we definitely have some fun and exciting events going on with some of our regular flavors that we normally have or have had for the last couple of years or even including those legacy flavors we are definitely excited about some of the new products that are going to be coming out throughout the entire year here at Tennessee Legend mm-hmm. Distillery including quite a few new products with our partners over at Anthem Spirits uh, that's going to include not only some more of the Flag series as it's being mm-hmm. dubbed or uh, come to be known um, with the Assassin's Creed line of spirits that we have released, but we also have several others uh, partnered with some really other great franchises that are going to be released throughout the year this year, as well as the years to come. And we also have some surprises of our own mm-hmm. that are going to be some true Tennessee Legend originals coming out this year as well. Now, we're definitely excited to let you know about this one talking about another once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm. -mm. Uh, Opie, go ahead and tell everyone about Gatlinburg Brewing Company.
1: Gatlinburg Brewing Company. uh, Their Pizza of the Moment, truly of the moment, is dropping on March 9th for literally one day only. It is called the Triple Decker Big Mac Pizza. So mark your calendars for that date. If you're a fan of pizza, if you're a fan of Big Macs, this might be the perfect day for you. And that is one day only on March 9th at Gatlinburg Brewing Company. There are two locations in the heart of Gatlinburg, downtown. And right beside Tennessee Legend Distillery on Highway 66, where our favorite craft pizzas are made. I uh, love getting to sit down and talk with Naraya. A few other things she wanted to let you know is they will also be closed on the 4th and the 5th for the pavement. But they will also be closed on the 6th for canning. Now, the breakfast juice, which is a very popular uh, craft beer that they make, uh, especially... Uh, my older sibling, my older brother Chris, and my little sister Peyton absolutely love the breakfast juice. Uh, They are actually have been out of four packs for breakfast juice because it's so popular for almost a year now. However, on the 6th, they are staying closed after the construction. They are going to be closed in our Gatlinburg location and their Highway 66 location. They will be canning all day long just so that there will be new four packs of breakfast juice available on March 7th for everyone who loves it. So also mark that day on your calendar. March 7th, breakfast juice will be back in four-pack cans at Gatlinburg Brewing Company. Uh, And also, uh, if you're a local and you've had their, their hot sticks, you know what dry seasoning this is. Old Verdans locally made dry pepper blend. It's the same dry seasoning they use on their hot sticks. Old Verdans has officially retired and gone out of business. So the stock that GBC has on its shelves are the last remaining of this local dry pepper blend. Oh, no. So they are selling it. Verden's gave them all the last batches. They are selling it on their stores' uh, shelves. Uh, once it's gone, it's gone. So if you are interested in this, if you like the their their hot sticks, the local person who made their seasoning... Has gone out of business and retired. And Sad day. Now they have it. So a couple of local,
0: yeah, a couple of local producers mm-hmm. of, of products along these lines going out of business. Um, I mean, within
1: the last couple of years, the Bloody
0: Mary mix yeah. that we used to get, as well as the uh, Hays in the Hills Hays in the Hills margarita mix. The They're the same company getting out
1: of the business had
0: a lot of good stuff going on, but I mean, unfortunately, these people tried to last as long as they could um, post COVID Mm -hmm. and unfortunately just weren't able to maintain, but yeah. Um, thankfully there is a decent stock left available. So if you do want to get some, make sure and get over there and get it. Uh, I just hate it that the hot sticks are not going to have the same flavor anymore. So sad, sad
1: day. Absolutely. But we do have a little bit of local news.
0: Uh, yes, uh, Target Construction is on fire. Mm. No, there's nothing literally on fire unless you're counting the hay truck that caught on fire on uh, Dolly Parton yeah. Parkway yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that caused massive amounts Smelled of traffic burning backup. Burning alfalfa, and, and yes, the, the smell of burning uh, alfalfa and uh, other various large grasses and and straws. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, the construction on target getting done is going to be done a lot sooner than we anticipated um more than likely be a situation to where before we even get out of summer that the target is going to be fully up and functioning so i know a lot of people are excited about that uh hopefully not a situation where it brings too many people to that one little area down there um but yeah 66 is growing up man it really Um, is from the time that I remember moving here to, to what it is now, and I'm sure since you're a native, uh, the amount of changes that you've seen out on 66 as cliche is it is as it is just insane.
1: insane. And, you know, even Family Guy has a joke about it, but I do remember when all this was farmland. Right? I remember you know? when uh, this like
0: is farmland <laughs> as
1: far is he, as I could see. I could absolutely see. do remember when all this coming off the exit was farmland, and you could go miles without seeing a building. Well, speaking and of, I'm, and I'm just 34. Right. Speaking, so. <laughs> speaking
0: of one of the other major attractions that has recently graced yeah. this area with its presence, Soaky Mountain Water Park is just a couple of weeks away from opening up. So, it definitely, definitely can tell that the the wintry season is on its way out. Seasonal depression is is it's getting better, flittering away yeah. from uh, a majority of us, and definitely looking forward to the sunny weather. And of course, spring break. Mm. Uh, A lot of colleges have already hit spring break by this point. Like we mentioned in the the pre-show or earlier in the show, it has now gotten to a point to where we're gonna be getting spring breakers in from all over the southeastern region, Mm -hmm. uh, starting pretty much the second week of March, lasting all the way through the second week of April. So, time to get locked in, time to get focused, make sure that we get all these upgrades and updates done, before we really get into all this stuff and and look forward to getting through this madcap menagerie that is March Madness in mm-hmm. all of its forms, whether it be basketball, whether it be our very own Moonshine March Madness, or the fact that we are getting into spring break as well. But definitely looking forward to it. We'll come out on the other side of it, have a little bit of a break, and mm-hmm. then, of course, summer season kicks it off.
1: Absolutely. So, on the last episode, we discussed the history and evolution of President's Day. Uh, We learned a lot, made some jokes, which I always love. Uh, It was definitely fun. Yes, but since last episode, we have learned that we have new listeners. Yeah, as a matter of
0: fact, um, it's been fun uh, finding out exactly where some of our Mm -hmm. listeners are coming from. So, anytime that you come across one of the episodes, you want to leave a comment or anything like that, or on social media... Uh, I know that we just had a reintroduction through the Tennessee Legend mm-hmm. Distillery uh, social media pages. So if you have been listening, make sure and let us know exactly where you are listening from. Of course, we've got listeners from our home areas, Cookville, Nashville, uh, here in Sevier mm-hmm. County. Uh, but recently learned that we had some folks from around my hometown area, around awesome. Aiken County, okay, South Carolina. Becoming listeners to the show, Uh, not necessarily family, but you know some other listeners uh, in that area. Uh, We've also had some uh, folks say that they've been listening over in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, Some folks that have come into the store, and we've got some folks from all the way over in Louisiana that have been listening to the show. Um, So make sure that you wind up putting in not only the the state that you may be listening to, but go ahead and drop in the specific town. Yeah, we'll make sure and shout all that stuff out whenever. whenever We are recording these episodes, but we definitely appreciate each and every one of you guys that have been listening to us go on about the the different legends. Yeah, uh, absolutely, that, Le- learning along Tennessee, with yeah. us
1: and sharing the stuff and liking the posts and all that and, and continuing to listen. Thank you very much. But also, just a reminder uh, before we get into it, there is tons of extra content. Uh, there will be con- tons of extra content in this episode. Uh, if to be a member of that content is to be a patron at patreon.com. And uh, there will be another reminder at the end of this how you can do that, but just go to tldstudio66.com and you can become a patron on today and get deleted scenes, bloopers, uncut episodes a day early. Anything and everything you can think of that regular everyday podcast listeners are not getting you will get and receive just for the low, low price of a cup of coffee a month.
0: And we also recently were told that we've got all kinds of swag that we have available Mm -hmm.
1: to be able to give away, so... Absolutely. Just saying. Yes. Uh, So, we are today talking about today. Leap Day. Oh. Why? What is it? Who created it? And in this episode, you're going to learn along with us. I actually learned a lot diving into this. Uh, all the funds in and outs of Leap Year and Leap Day, and you will learn all that when Between Two Barrels returns from this short break.
0: Looking to satisfy your sweet tooth while visiting the Smoky Mountains? Check out Adina's Sweet Shop, a treasure cottage of baked goods nestled in the heart of the Smokies in Gatlinburg. They create the most delectable homemade cupcakes, chocolates, pastries, pies, and so much more including over 20 flavors of the best ice cream you've ever had and don't forget to check out their selection of boozy favorites as well. Locals and visitors alike have raved about Adina's desserts and once you've tried them so will you. At Adina's Sweet Shop there is truly something for everyone. Just minutes from Dollywood or the mountains you can find them at 170 Glades Road in Gatlinburg Tennessee or online at adinasweetshop.com. And tell her you heard about them from Tennessee Legend Distillery.
1: Welcome back, Legends. We are talking Leap Day. What is it? What is Leap Day? What is Leap Year? Well, a Leap Year, also known as an intercalary year, or a bisexual year, is a calendar year that contains an additional day. Pretty self-explanatory. In this case, a lunar, lunisolar calendar which is month, uh, compared to a common year, the 366th day, or 13th month in some cultures, is added to keep the calendar year, synchronized with the astronomical year or seasonal year. Because astronomical events and seasons do not repeat in a whole number of days. Calendars that have a constant number of days, which year will unavoidably drift over time, with respect to the event that the year is supposed to track, such as seasons. By ins- inserting, intercalating an additional day or leap day or month into some years, the drift between the civilization's dating system and the physical properties of the solar system are corrected.
0: Okay, so if any of you guys were confused... By all of that, especially yes. having heard some of these words for the first time, like intercalary uh, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the nothing food to you do consume, with counting. No. and yeah, counting mm-hmm. calories, bisexial year, mm-hmm. uh, nothing to do with doing the it. orientation. No, yes,
1: nothing sexy about it.
0: In in short, in summary, basically, as far as a leap year or a leap month in this case is mm-hmm. to be able to bridge the gap between. The typical 365 366 a day or days calendar year, fiscal year, and astrological advancement yes. or the astrological year. Um, because it's been studied throughout the years that the the stars will be aligned at certain times mm-hmm. throughout the different seasons and everything else. so the best way to keep those two in line was to have, this additional yes. day
1: every so often. Because they kept adding up to be like 365 days and a quarter. 365 right. days and a quarter. So those add up, and that's why every fourth year we have an extra day, a leap day, which is the 29th of February. An astronomical year lasts slightly less than 365 days and a quarter. The historic Julian calendar has three common years ...of 365 days followed by a leap year, which is what we mostly run on right now, the Julian calendar, which...
0: Named after Julius Caesar.
1: not the Julian salad. Uh, So, the Gregorian calendar, uh, the world's most widely used civil calendar, makes a further adjustment of the small error in the Julian algorithm. Each leap year has 366 days instead of 365. This extra leap day occurs each year that is a multiple of four yeah, so for the next... 2020, 20, yes. 2024, the 20 next 2028. next 2028, and then 2032. So uh, go ahead and mark that down right now. Every four years, as it has been previous, will be a leap year.
0: Is there any correlation to the election?
1: I don't know. I don't think they did that on purpose. Something, just, something to possibly
0: look at, but uh, continue.
1: That, uh, in the lunisolar Hebrew calendar, Adar Aleph, a 13th lunar month, is added seven times every 19 years to the 12 lunar months in its common years to keep its calendar year from drifting through the seasons. In the solar hihiri and bahas calendar, a leap day is added when needed to ensure the following year begins on the March equinox.
0: So I've, I've kind of always been <clears throat> someone who would be like, I would enjoy the 13 months and each month be the 28 days yes. or whatever the case may yes. be as opposed to the format that we have it now summer but 30
1: Summer 31 some <clears throat> one's 28 but sometimes it's 29 right and, <laughs> you know?
0: and and in that in that as part of it it's like why why do we decide to have those months having those number of days and it seems like it is something that is continuing to stem from uh, uh, seasonal yes. and or astrological yeah basis or that that is being based off of um, to make sure that all that stuff continues to line up but I think that there would be a, a way that could be done better so we could have mm. pretty much the uh, same I'll, number of days I would rather have
1: the 13th month and have all the I don't know what we call it I would like to add it between January and February what would you call it what would this new
0: month be Especially if it were... Honestly, no. I, I would have to disagree. So most
1: of, most of the months are named after gods. Right. Like, you know, the Roman and Greek and all that. Yeah. They, they derive from the gods and stuff. So I'd just pick a god who hadn't been highlighted and... <laughs> and just add... Find some, like, the or tober to it. Add an area or a tober <laughs> to yeah. it. Or you could add it between spring and summer.
0: I think either an additional spring month or Mm. an additional fall month month. would be good, Uh, but summer and winter can stay where they're at. Yes. Yeah. Just because it gets too damn hot in the Mm. summer and too damn cold in in the winter, at least for my blood.
1: So the term leap year probably comes from the fact that a fixed day in the Gregorian calendar calendar advances or leaps one day of the week from one year to the next. But the day of... The week in the 12 months following the sleep day, which is from 1st of March through 28th of February, the following year, will advance two days due to the extra day, thus leaping over one day into the week. For example, Christmas Day, which is, was Sunday the 25th in 2022, and okay. Monday in 2023. But then we'll leap over Tuesday to fall on a Wednesday this year.
0: Okay, alright, I you. We gotcha.
1: leap the day. The length of a day is also occasionally corrected by inserting a leap second into coordinated universal time, or UTC, because of variations in Earth's rotation period. So uh, literally, all of this has to do with science.
0: I was today years old whenever I, because whenever you're setting up a new system or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're logging into a new app or something Mm -hmm. like that, you have to choose what your time zone is. Yes. Yes. And it has New York, UTC, uh, uh, wherever UTC as you're going across the different time zones. And I was like, I always remember it as EST, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time, yeah. Uh, CST, Central Standard Time. Mountain Standard Time. MS, yeah, Mountain. uh, Or no, that's whenever it started getting weird lettering. It didn't exactly uh, uh, match up. But today years old, whenever... uh, Coordinated Universal Time or Universal Coordinated Time being
1: UTC. Yeah. Huh. That's wild. So leap years can present a problem, though, in computing known as the leap year bug when a year is not correctly identified as the leap year or when 29th of February is not handled correctly in logic that accepts or manipulation dates.
0: Minuscule versions of 1999. Yes, exactly. On a routine basis.
1: Little Y2K fears popping up. So, as a lot of things and traditions that we have discussed in this podcast, we go back to the Roman days with a lot of things. The Roman practices. How often do you think about the
0: Roman Empire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Oddly enough, quite a bit, <laughs> actually, because I think of, like, if the Roman Empire didn't even last eventually this all has to stop oh yeah this country countries in general this state blah 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 whatever it is the roman empire you know it it didn't last forever and it was the greatest Mm. thing of its time so even we're living on borrowed time thanks to that so i do think of the roman empire quite a bit actually (laughs) um so, the early Roman calendar was a lunisolar one that consisted of 12 months for a total of 355 days. What? I know. 10 days less? How the heck does that happen? Who, and when did we just say, like, we need to add 10 days We need
0: 10 day. more days we to need this calendar. It's no probably honesty, someone who was experiencing a very lovely mid to late spring day
1: and was like, there's just got to be 10 more days of this. I need more time to work. Right. Like, I've got houses to clean. i got laundry to do. Dishes are piling up. I need 10 more days in this mo- this year. So, um, in addition, a 27 or a 28 intercalary month, the menses intercalaris was sometimes inserted into February at the first or second day after the terminalia, a ad 7 mar, which was February 23rd, to resynchronize the lunar and solar cycles. So, to me, it sounds like people would just like randomly go like, "We need an extra day." Yeah. And just throw it in, and it threw everything off. I mean, could you
0: imagine just being someone living during that time, and you wake up, and it's like, ah, it's February the 28th. No, no it's not. We it's, need another day. We need another day of February. What's it's the, the 29th. 29th?
1: And then you get to next year and you're like, I don't need that extra day this
0: year. Yeah, we just. We, just keep yeah. The 20, we'll, we'll go, on just go to like first. the 28. And, now then, the next year it's 28. and then, then the next year it's 28. And then the next like, year it's 28. And then it's like, I actually, need I, that we day know again. we need that extra day. We
1: really need that extra day again. I have just gone behind in paperwork and and we really need that extra day. So the religious festivals that were normally celebrated in the last five days of February would get moved to the last five days of. Intercalaris, the lunisolar calendar, was abandoned about 450 BC by the decemviri, who implemented the Roman Republican calendar, used until 46 BC. The days of these calendars were found, uh, were counted down inclusively to the next named day. So the f- 24th of February was Anta Diem Sextum Kalendarsma They, It's literally just a day of the month and they spend too much words calling it like February twenty fourth in Roman is basically a sentence.
0: Right. It translates though Good the sixth God. day before the calendar of March. Yeah. Basically six days before March. So yeah. instead of instead of counting up the year, they were basically yeah. saying, Okay, at the beginning of February, all right, we got 28 days until March. Yeah, okay, so we got 22 is, days until yeah, March. Yeah, we got
1: 22 days until March. that's annoying. However, after all of this madness came what's called the Julian Reform. And it's mostly where we sit today. In Caesar's revised calendar, there are just one intercalary day, nowadays called the Leap Day, to be inserted every fourth year. And this too was done after February 23rd. To create the intercalary day, the existing anti-Diem Sextum Calendus Martius sixth day, inclusive, i.e., what we would have called the fifth day before Calendus. Hmm. <laughs> All of this Roman talk.
0: It is. Um, again, the what would be known as the sixth Good day the before Lord. March.
1: Um, why did they make things harder than it be needed to be? Would be called 24th That's of February. Why didn't last forever. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, So, basically, what it is saying, this bissextial year was added every four years to where an extra day would fall in February. And instead of arguing about when that day would happen between the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, it just added the 29th every four years. Now, for legal purposes, the two days after this... Uh, with the second six being intercalated, basically saying for legal purposes, uh, they had to stick to it, because instead of it changing and all that, so that the day was first of the doubled pair. Thus, the intercalated day was effectively inserted between the 23rd and 24th days of February. All later writers, including Macrobius, about 4.30, Bede and then some of the other writers... Then of course we get to the people who changed, tried to change everything, the church in England. In England, the church and civil society continued the Roman practice whereby the leap day was simply not counted, so that a leap year was only recognized as 365 day, days. Henry the third in 1236, Henry III. When was that? That's
0: not... Instructed magistrates to treat the leap day and the day before as one day.
1: So, a 48-hour day?
0: A singular day, but it was a 48-hour day as opposed to a 24-hour day.
1: Could you imagine if the 48-hour day was a Monday?
0: Oh, no thank
1: you. Ugh. So, already Henry III... Changing things quite a bit. So let's talk about some traditions and folklore. All On the 29th. In Ireland and Britain, it is tradition that women may propose marriage on leap year.
0: Only in leap
1: year. Only in leap year. While it has been claimed that the tradition was initiated by St. Patrick or Brigid of Kildare in 5th century Ireland, this is dubious as the tradition has not been attested before the 19th century. Supposedly, a 1288 law by Queen Margaret of Scotland, she was five when she made this law, <laughs> required that fines be levied if a marriage proposal was refused by a man. Compensation was deemed to be a pair of leather gloves, a single rose, one pound, and a kiss. A valentine.
0: It seems like Sounds it. Sounds
1: like a. In some places, the tradition was tightened to restricting female proposals to the modern Leap Day, 29th of February, or to the medieval bisexual Leap Day of the 24th of February.
0: Okay, so... So,
1: uh, on on Leap Day, a woman could rightfully and legally propose to a man, and he could not say no.
0: If he did, however, he was owed... A a pound? A pair of leather gloves, a single rose, a pound, and a kiss. And a kiss.
1: But not a yes. So he was fined, but he wasn't fined the yes. So why not still just say no and pay up?
0: Right. And beyond that, I still mean... Got a, still got a way out. In, in the fact that um, a, a situation to where it was supposedly accepted at some mm-hmm. point in time that a woman would make a marriage proposal to a man, and then beyond that, it was relegated to... A specific day Mm. that only happened every four years craziness limiting very very limiting and and then beyond that just going back and thinking to where there's still or up to a certain point there was still no universally recognized day as to exactly when the day was going to happen.
1: It would bounce between the twenty fourth and 29th.
0: And then the fact that somebody at one point in time was like, you know what, let's just make this one day forty eight hours and consider it or these two days into one and just make it a forty eight hour day instead of normal twenty four mm. hours. The the leaping over of a particular day just to be able to keep everything in line and honestly it's all just a construct anyway so why even bother
1: yeah just exactly.
0: like every it's like okay say starting here day one this is the day for whatever but every 300 and however many days like today is well we can't use that because it's the leap year I'm uh, mar- well no that one's another one that varies well they vary every year depending on what year it is and of course the addition of the leap year and stuff like that but say all right we know that every year december 25th is christmas Christmas day Day. in however many days regardless of what season it falls in it's going to be christmas again but that's what this is getting into is to be able to keep it in the middle of or toward the end of december the only way that you're going to be able to keep Christmas day in and around that season that time frame that Mm -hmm. you know is to do it this way is to have that additional day added every four years or whatever that
1: on the leap year it would push it to the 26th because we're just pushing days
0: because days are being pushed but but it
1: still technically falls on the 25th
0: yeah it's still the 25th
1: the number is Christmas day Right. Not the
0: day, the, Not the Monday, not yeah. the Tuesday, not a Wednesday or whatever yeah. the case may be.
1: Kind of like Thanksgiving Thursday.
0: Yeah. But, like, if you were to say, all right, we have seven days in a week, mm-hmm. we have this many months, we're going to set it at this many days, then, yeah, you would be able to say, okay, every Wednesday, December the 25th is Christmas Day, mm-hmm. because that's whenever that day would be set for that particular month because each one of the months would have the same number of days so then it would line up Kinda every like the single the 3rd
1: Saturday in October doesn't matter the number of the day it's the 3rd Saturday It's just the
0: 3rd Saturday in October If we did holidays yeah. like
1: that like the 3rd Sunday some of them in are December set up, up that way Christmas Yeah Presidents Day is always set up Presidents always. Day is set up that doesn't way Easter set up that day It's just it's this day yeah. of the month it's this always this April
0: Fools is set up always as the first, first day, of day of April, April. So, sometimes
1: it's a Monday, sometimes it's a Thursday. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: So it would either need to go to every day needs to be set as a particular number day, mm-hmm. or it needs to be set as...
1: And this is yeah. something, dude, that we have not went back and, like, as a world... No, as it's... We have it's, not been like, once let's, it let's hit, look at the calendar again.
0: Once it hit a certain point, it was like, okay, it's not broke, then yeah, why we'll fix, yeah, fix it? Or, you know, it's too much trouble but to try we to adjust or run into things like whatever.
1: 2012, where I think the minds just were like, I'm tired of making calendars.
0: And then everybody, everybody freaked, freaked out because out. they thought it was the end of the world. Yeah.
1: So, according to a play from the turn of the 17th century called Felton, the Medes Metamorphosis has it that this is leap year women wear breeches a few hundred years later breeches wouldn't do it at all women looking to take advantage of their opportunity to pitch woo were propose pitch woo um that's a weird way to say terminology it. yeah cuz you woo someone you pitch and woo pitch and woo stop flirting we're expected to wear a scarlet petticoat fair warning if you will
0: so not only were they relegated to every four years, but it was a single day, and they had to, they had to dress up for it, it a in a specific coat. attire. Then you just wearing have a guys running away from
1: red red petticoat women. Yeah, you just have guys hiding. You're like, oh God, Carla's in a red petticoat. She's going to propose to me. I got to get out of town. I don't want to be married. In Finland.
0: I just had this thought. What if that's the scarlet, the beginning
1: of the scarlet color?
0: Yeah, as far as it being associated with women of ill mm. repute, and the fact that that's
1: why they made them scarlet.
0: Yeah, that a a woman on a leap year was allowed to to be more promiscuous, be more open, be more open, vocal. and actually be the person who is pitching woo. Yes, pitching for new terminology that we've learned today. <laughs> A woman that is pitching woo um, would have to wear a scarlet petticoat therefore being given a a specific associating a a color color and everything else. And then then the 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 scarlet scarlet letter letter became became after that. Mm. Also kind of makes you wonder about the Red Hat Society women. (laughs) I have my other thoughts (laughs) and and theories on that. So in
1: Finland, the tradition of that if a man refuses a woman's proposal on Leap Day, he should buy her a f- fabrics for a skirt. In France, since 1980, a satirical newspaper, La Bouge de Sapur, is published only on Leap Year. So every four years that since 1980, a, p- a, a, specific, paper, a specific
0: paper is bu- published. That's I cheap. wonder if they do a, a, a they could go compilation all of all four yeah, years. They
1: could go all out if they're just doing it once every four years. Spare no expense. Spare no expense. In Greece, marriage in a leap year is considered unlucky. Hmm. Okay, good. All right, I'm so... Good. <laughs> uh, right. One in five engaged couples in Greece will plan to avoid getting married if it's a leap year.
0: Huh.
1: So most people in Greece won't get married this year if they still follow that superstition. Right. That's interesting. Especially with uh, Greece is such a culture that is based around Aphrodite and love and and all that. So, I would imagine they do take love very... They're very stitious about love and stuff. Not just a little. Not
0: superstitious, just a little stitious. Uh,
1: In February 1988, the town of Anthony in Texas declared itself leap year capital of the world and an international leaping birthday club was started. Anthony... The place where Audacity was on sale, apparently, <laughs> to call themselves, sounds like Gallenberg. Leap year capital of the world. Yeah, like, what, what gives you the right? Well, I mean... Could they say, like, you know what? It's funny, is we, out of all the other cities in the world, have more people born on February 29th. So we have to be. I wonder if that's what started. If they were like, I found out something about this town. <laughs> more people were born on February 29th here than anywhere else. I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's what it would take for me to say, right, we're the leap year capital of the world. Or I were mean, they just looking for something to be. Right,
0: it's well, I mean you've got Dalton, Georgia, Dalton, the carpet capital of the yes. US. You've got Granger County, Tennessee, the Granger County, capital. the tomato capital. Uh, Georgia, while they claim to be the peach state, more peaches are produced per capita in the state of South Carolina than mm-hmm. Georgia. Georgia got there first. But Georgia got there first with the naming. But yeah, I mean, is it a situation where you've had did the they most just number for of
1: something to, to name it, or did they actually have a statistic to stand on? So it is considered all over the world acceptable now for a woman to pose to a man on leap day. Or any other day. Any other day it's now acceptable.
0: But yeah, it's just We've come so far it's, since it, making
1: them wear scarlet.
0: <laughs> right. Just the the weird traditions or or nuances surrounding the day is just paramount to the the fact the all the the weirdness and nonsense that goes into the calculation of the day itself like okay mm. we're going to have this weird day that randomly pops up every 4 years and because it only pops up every 4 years we're going to make the the weird and taboo okay yeah. on that one day that pops Kinda up, like but people
1: trying to say on April first, you're allowed to lie more, right? Because it's April Fool's yeah, day. It's April
0: Fool's day, but yeah, we're also going to, as part of that, mm. especially from a woman's perspective, we're gonna be be more ostracized because of what we're forced to to wear on the day that we're this allowed a weird to. Weird and
1: wacky day. You know what's re- weird and wacky? Let's give women more rights. On this day,
0: on just this day, that happens that every would be four years.
1: Wacky, wouldn't it? Ugh.
0: But then, if you're going to participate in these events, you have to dress a certain way, yeah. so that way people know that you're going to participate in these events. I
1: can see you coming. Ugh. Craziness. Let's talk about some imp- impact on society and people. So a person a person born on February 29th is called a leapling or a leaper.
0: Not a leper. A Not leaper. A, leper,
1: a leaper. In common years, they usually celebrate their birthday on the 28th of February. In some situations, they'll push to March 1st. In a non-leap year, since it is the day following 28th of February, it's actually their birthday, the 29th.
0: Okay, so I was always kind of wondered about that. Like, how would the, the birthday be celebrated? I mean, is it a situation where, like, on any given year, they can be like, well... The 29th, I'm going I I want to... Well, yeah, that. The, you, it's well, not the 29th. How would you...
1: How would you would
0: you Well, I was going to say, I mean, on any given year, you could have the option to be like, uh, I think I want to be 21 a year earlier. So, or a day earlier. So, so it's the 28th. Now. So, it's the 28th. Next year,
1: you might be like, okay, let's put you
0: to March 1st. I, well, I meant 29. I don't want to turn 30 yet. Yep. So, I'm going to give it an extra day. Uh, I'm going to wait until March 1st on this one. Wow. But me personally, I mean, I... Ugh, mm. I think I would kind of want to do the the I'd play fun. one every four years.
1: And be like, oh, 16. Actually, I'm four. <laughs> Actually, I haven't turned 16 yet. I've only had four birthdays.
0: <laughs> right. I've only had four <laughs> birthdays. You're a big four-year-old. I mean, imagine being able to go through, like, Pee Wee football or something
1: like that. I'm a leaper. I'm I'm a, I'm only eight, I'm a leapling.
0: <laughs> I'm only eight years old, and you're
1: freaking... You're kicking these kids' ass. You can't do that. I can't
0: help it. Can't I'm help big it. for my age. <laughs> uh,
1: technically, a leapling will have fewer birthday anniversaries and their age in years. This phenomenon may be expedited for dramatic effect. <laughs> then a person is declared to be only a quarter of their actual age by counting their leap year birthday anniversaries only. For example, in Gilbert and Sullivan's 1879 comic, Opera The Pirates of Penzance. I want to be a pirate. A show that is not done much anymore. Penzance. Frederick, the pirate apprentice, discovers that he is bound to serve the pirates until his 21st birthday. That is, when he actually turns 88. Wow. Since 1990 was not a leap year, rather than until his 21st year. So, poor Frederick was a leapling. Frederick. And they said. You have to serve us until you're 21 years old, but we're only counting your actual birthday.
0: And being on that leap year, man, every fourth. So, every fourth
1: was a year. Mm. So, some impact on states and our country. Uh, Different states have different laws for February 29th. If a marriage or birthday falls on a leap day, it is up to the individual states or even individual counties on how they are legally handled. Some counties will make the birthday fall on the 28th, and some will push it to March 1st, depending on your county. Weddings will work the same way. So okay, so
0: the particular county either will or will not recognize February 29th as actually being a legal day to yeah. record legal so documents. So they will
1: legally say you're a 28th or a 1st. We're not putting the 29th on your driver's license. Well, that would work out for the people who wanted to turn 21 exactly. and gain the access early, right. to alcohol a day over the So, an impact on Tennessee. Many of the major cities in Tennessee this year are celebrating with the growth of social media and marketing IDs. Leap year has become one of the prime targets for events because it only happens every four years. All right. So, as you're listening to this, this weekend in Knoxville is having a special event tonight. The Ice Bears game is called Hoppy Leap Year. And they're going to be having Rocket City Brewery doing specials.
0: Okay, I was about to ask, is this going to be playing more toward Easter,
1: or is this more toward <laughs> beer? Beer. beer. Uh, Johnson City is having a leap year hike in Rocky Fort State Park starting at 5.30 this evening. Little evening. Though. Mm-hmm. Nashville is having a leap of the year party from 7 to 9 tonight at 2125 8th Avenue South with free refreshments and music. Just make sure before you go... Stop by Marathon Village, check out Tennessee Legend Distillery,
0: get you some samples. Absolutely.
1: So one of the things that I found on media that kind of like I made the joke on Presidents Day that they'll like, oh, they'll look back at all the best presidents, depending on who they thought they were. Right. There are media outlets who who air well last leap year this was going on. Let's look back at the leap years throughout the years. Well,
0: I mean, if we go, like, back, if to you go the, back to the
1: 2000, well,
0: I was going to say, if we go not back only to was the, it
1: a leap year, but we were all afraid that the world was going to end
0: because of, you know, we had just come off of Y2K was hoping that all the computers would yeah. still continue to work. Uh, but just a short four years ago, I mean, we were a matter of weeks before oh,
1: COVID happened. I was living in Atlanta. Yeah. I was like, this is it. I've moved away. Um, this is the Hollywood of the East Coast. Atlanta really? is booming for film, especially in the Marvel and superhero industry. I made the big move to follow a dream, and whoever's in charge of this big thing that's spinning, whether it be uh, the Lord, Odin, a turtle. Rockefeller. Who's, Rockefeller's a, t- a turtle whose back we're on, or the kid playing the computer game. I don't know who is, but they said... Mm, Five weeks later, I'm starting a pandemic, and you have to come home. <laughs> so that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, four years, man. Mm. Four years. The last leap year, <coughs> we had an extra day of 2020, which was the literally the worst year in our existence right. in a long time. In quite a while. And we had an extra day of An it. extra day of it. <laughs> that's weird to think of. So along with the other holidays, let's talk about some... Impact on the economy As we said in President's Day In the economy, all these holidays bring sales Oh yeah, absolutely Even Um, we're participating in one We
0: are doing our very own Leap Day uh, merchandise sale Mm -hmm. If you go to the Tennessee Legend uh, Merch Online Shop Mm -hmm. uh, You'll be able to find a code there um, On today Just today Thursday the 29th I believe it's on any and all of our apparel That's online, you'll be able to get a significant discount on there. Just make sure that you. It's a leaping good discount. A leaping good discount. Just make sure that you check the website Mm -hmm. to be able to get that and get the code to be able to get that discount off on your purchase.
1: So, the fun thing that a lot of these businesses do is since it is every four years, some businesses run Black Friday esque deals. They're like, all right, look, it's once every four years. So, let's say today. Since it's one day every four years, we take things 75% off instead of 40 or whatever. I think that backfires more because it's one day.
0: Right. You're not giving anyone not the entire attendance. weekend. Exactly. Because not a whole lot of people are going to be able to get out on a random Thursday, which it typically happens <laughs> exactly. on a Thursday. Um, and the... the well, now
1: Black Friday is a whole month long.
0: Right. <laughs> To to have those types of sales would be awesome, and the thing about it is is if someone had not gotten their taxes before President's Day, they'd be getting their taxes around what would be that leap year day sale. So Mm, then they could go in and be splurging. Yep, doing a little bit of extra spending. So if any of the powers that be are listening, because we know people listen to Cocky Top, if you're listening, so of course to to between two barrels. Uh, go ahead and take our ideas and turn them into profits just at some point in time if we are in a a simulation or something like that sources. yeah just make sure that I go in plugged into the next one as well
1: (laughs) I want to get to the next one
0: I want to wind up going through this whole thing again (laughs) if I'm already on year or life 9 10 20 whatever whatever the case may be just plug me back in let me do it again
1: so let's talk about some pop culture impacts. Now there is actually a movie called Leap Year. I remember that. Amy Adams stars in it, and it's about a woman that flies to Ireland to propose to her boyfriend because it is said a man cannot refuse a proposal on Leap Day.
0: Right, and if he did, he would get fined a yeah. pair of gloves, a pound, and a rose, a rose, and, and a kiss, and a kiss. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, there is also reference to leap year in the musical, as we said, Pirates of Penzance, and there are also TV episodes and shows like The Middle and Modern Family, that are written about birthday antics on leap
0: day. Because I mean, it is one of the biggest questions about leap day, more than anything else, if someone does get born or gets married or I mean, has a, a significant, you know, uh, um, importance like on that day. If your anniversary
1: is on the 29th, for three years, you can be like, I don't have to do anything. It. Right, then or forget. I didn't forget. It's, it's not, not t- until it's next not year. Not until next year. Yeah, Or we still got two more years? What do you?
0: What do you, what I do you, gave you upset about? last
1: year? What are you upset about? You got three more years for. <laughs> right. And your gifts can be even bigger. Since right. For four years.
0: So yeah, you just uh, save up the money over the course of the three years, and then on that fourth Damn. year, on that leap year, <laughs> missed an opportunity. <laughs> missed an opportunity. Waited <laughs> one more year.
1: <laughs> Should have waited a year. <laughs> Uh, so He's kidding. I am very I'm very kidding. much kidding. I'm very much kidding. Because I'll get the... If if we're listening to this together, I'll get the...
0: The side eye. The side, the side eye.
1: Uh, so some impact on social media. I went to t- X. Sorry. Twitter. You know, like for the stupid, people who don't want to. That stupid social media platform. And typed in leap year, leap day hashtags. Okay. And a lot of it had to do with leapings, leapers, just being very more active, wishing their fellow leapers happy birthday, playing fun jokes and tricks about leap year. So, statistically, I guess you could say, on a leap day, leapers are more socially active. Uh, well, <laughs> they come out again, of caves. Again, leapers, not <laughs> They don't lepers. see their shadows, and they actually stay amongst us and, and talk, and... Uh, Have some fun on social media. There's a lot of one-day only sales events, kind of like we talked about ours, uh, for small businesses and nonprofits that happen uh, and are marketed all over the social media world. That's something I think that
0: uh, um, fundraising organizations could benefit from. we only ask you once every four years to make uh, a more donation substantial donation to, you know, to usually
1: whatever. Usually you pay $10 a month. Can you up it to 50 this one month since it's a leap year? Right. You know, it's one time every four years. So my question to you, what do you think makes leap year, leap day, this whole thing we do, a legend?
0: That it's, after this episode, that it's origins while... Somewhat explaining it doesn't really explain it It
1: doesn't I think the Romans were good at that
0: Right Like you have a little bit better understanding of the purpose of the leap year mm. But why did we even really adapt to having it,
1: it sounds like. Why couldn't we have come to, up with a better Yeah, it sounds like we also try to explain it the same way we explain daylight savings time Oh, it's for the farmers because of this. Right. Oh, leap day. It's for the seasons and the solar and the stars and all that. That's why we did it. it
0: whatever yeah. the reason may be, okay. it's it's it doesn't seem to to fit, but no. as far as to, to make it a legend status, I mean it's something that does go back to ancient times and it's something that we have had and have maintained Exactly for, for years. I mean So many years before even, you know, great-great-grandparents walked the earth. This is something that's been going on and has maintained basically the same format Mm -hmm. since its inception. And the fact that no one at any point in time has taken a moment to really pitch and say, Hey, maybe we should do this a different way. Yeah, Maybe we should revisit this. Then we, listen, we visited, the last time we you know, talked
1: about something like this, our ideas in revisiting something, the college football la- the landscape's about to change. So maybe, just maybe, we can change the landscape of this planet. uh By with talking ideas on Between Two Barrels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Uh, uh, the first being the, the like you say, the... Just the give us
1: a 13-month of 28 days, man. Right, yeah, well, just, it. just Just change 13 it. 13
0: and 28. Just go ahead and change, change it. Just change it. And make all the holidays on... A specific date, date, like the number,
1: not the day, not the, the day, just a number. So it'd be like Christmas <laughs> so is always on whatever the third day. Saturday. Yeah. Just make it makes things so, so much easier. Man, there's so, so many, easier. many easier ways. So you kind of want to go back and be like, why don't you make this harder on yourself?" Right. you just make it harder on you. Made it harder on us too.
0: Right. Here we are from, <laughs> from 2024. Thousands of years. Don't make it future. hard, man. Don't. don't just don't make do it hard. That. But, yeah, I mean, to me, just the fact that, like we've said with a couple others in the past, the, the standing the test of time mm. is is one of the Especially foremost when you see things. Especially that
1: Roman. And that
0: it's still used today. Just it's like
1: we talked about earlier, like that civilization fell out. We usually could have been.
0: Yeah, it could have. We, we could have we come it. up with something completely different, but no. It, we, we kept that same format because yeah. it it, it, wor- it worked at the time. And, of course, since it was the Roman Empire. You know, they were spanning a majority of the known mm-hmm. uh, globe at mm-hmm. that time. So, I mean, if some people would have decided to get rid of it, it wouldn't have been able to honestly be done because the do reach of after? the empire. Yeah.
1: And then, like, okay, well, if we get rid of it, we have to create something in its place.
0: In its place to take place of it, and and then again, it brings me back to the whole thing about it being a construct anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, from from the point of creation whatever that is to you how long has it been since then and honestly does it even really matter? No. In the scope of things, does it does it really matter if you know how far away from creation you are? Doesn't. Because if you knew exactly how far away you were from creation, you'd probably be able to figure out how far away you were from destruction.
1: And you don't that's too scary. So that's too scary.
0: And hopefully it's just a rebirth, another process. Load me back into Load the Matrix. Back,
1: plug me back in, but can I be a little rich next time? Yeah, make me an actor or don't something. Don't make me, like, I don't or need a sports star. Under my name. Just a little more. And a little more a little more in the piggy bank.
0: Right. I, I, I want to be able to go purchase a new vehicle if and when um, I need a new vehicle and not have to worry about it if affecting I can eat my the next yeah. day,
1: <laughs> uh, just a little bit more. That's nothing crazy. Nothing it. outrageous. You know, I don't want. I don't need to have full be celebrity Bezos status. Rich. I don't need yeah. to be. I don't want to be crazy well known, um, like a lot of like I. Young Tyler thought he needed to be, and a lot of people think I don't need to. Just a little more cushion in the wallet would be nice for my next. <laughs> my family
0: trip. invested into AT and T. Sure.
1: Yes, or Lugal. Right. Uh. So that is it for the original, but we do have some deeper diving that is going to happen for the Patreon cut. Again, as I said, go to tldstudio66.com, scroll on over to support. They will tell you how to become a Patreon member. It is as low as a cup of coffee a month. That is it. And you can get in on bloopers, deleted scenes, uncut episodes, behind-the-scenes pictures and videos, discount cards to Tennessee Legend Distillery and free swag from both Studio 66 and Tennessee Legend Distillery. So you don't want to miss out on that. As for the the regular people, the non-Patreon, if you're interested in that, jump in and do it. If not, just the fact that you listen is also great. Don't forget to like and share. Leave a comment in all the social media postings. Leave a rating and review in whatever podcast platform you listen to. That helps us out.
0: And where you're listening from.
1: Yes, and tell us where you're listening from. That's it for the regular episode. Stay kind to yourself, stay kind to others. Cheers to you, Legends.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Between Two Barrels. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about what's happening with any of the Studio 66 shows, make sure to like... Follow, subscribe, click the thumbs up, whatever you have to do to make sure you get your fill of this legendary content. To do so, search Studio 66 on Facebook or Instagram, or the Studio 66 playlist on YouTube from Tennessee Legend Distillery. You can also subscribe to our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash tldstudio66 for additional content for all of the Studio 66 shows as well as gifts from the different Studio 66 podcasts and Tennessee Legend Distillery. And if that wasn't enough, you can also visit our website, dldstudio66.com, where you can find links to all of the shows and podcasts, as well as merchandise for all of the individual podcasts. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail if you like via Speakpipe or send us an email at tldtube23 at gmail.com. However you go about it, make sure you don't miss out on getting even more legendary info about the studio, as well as the distillery from Studio 66, presented by Tennessee Legend Distillery.